Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Raindrops. Yes, so I finally got merch. That's right. You can buy your allegedly, and my boys, mugs, T-shirts, raindrops, hoodies, and T-shirts all on carloskingshop.com. That's right. Get your hoodies, your T-shirts, and your mugs all on carloskingshop.com. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. Once a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. Hey, Raindrops. On today's episode of Reality with the King, class is in session. Cue the sound effect, Sierra. Just call me Professor King because I am taking y'all asses to school. And we are going to talk about in today's class the subject of how Tamara Judge single-handedly saved the Real Housewives of Orange County from cancellation. Yeah, I'm going to go that far. The purpose of this episode is because I'm sick and tired of some of you Housewives fans who don't know what you want. I tweeted recently that Tamara Judge saved the Real Housewives of Orange County. Now, those who are real fans of reality TV understood my point. They agree with me. My raindrops, who are critical thinkers, very smart. They also agree with me. Some of y'all just like to argue with me, and I don't respond back, so y'all argue with yourselves. But I saw a lot of hate tweets, and it left me confused in terms of, then what do you want? Where is all of this hatred coming from when it comes to Tamra? Y'all call her Tamrat? Y'all say she's vile, she's toxic. I mean, isn't the Real Housewives franchise toxic? I mean, what do we... And that's not shade. I don't think anybody watches the Real Housewives franchise thinking they're going to get a Joel Osteen sermon. I don't think anybody watches the Real Housewives franchise to learn how to parent children. I don't think anybody watches the Real Housewives franchise to see women eat at brunch and discuss menopause their PTA meetings and things of, of, of that. What do y'all want? 
is now to the point where you literally, when I say you, I'm talking to the people who are complaining about Tamra Judge's behavior on her comeback season of the Real Housewives of Orange County. Let me take you guys to school. Every reality show has what we call a force multiplier. Thank you, Ebony K. Williams, for giving me the term. And yes, I ran with it. <laughs> honey, call me Flojo, bitch. I ran with that word, honey. Yes, every reality show, not just Real Housewives, honey, My Own Love and Marriage, Bell Collective, Love and Hip Hop Child, 90 Day Fiance, Selling Sunset, Love is Blind, Marriage at First Sight, The Kardashians, every single reality show has one person who we call the force multiplier. It is the person who knows how to move story. And when I say move story, it's the person who literally sits there and they're present and they listen to what's going on and they understand I'm on a TV show. And yes, I'm being real. I'm giving you my reality, but I also know how to move the chess pieces. We didn't have that for the past two seasons of The Real Housewives of Orange County. Before I go into detail about the horrific season of last season of Orange County, I want to do a disclaimer. I was told that Heather DeBrow thinks I hate her, <laughs> which to me is crazy. I don't hate anybody. That's just crazy. But I was told that Heather DeBro thinks I don't like her only because I did talk about how horrific last season of The Real Housewives of Orange County was. And I'm sorry, it was horrific. It was bad. It was Michael Jackson bad. It was Pepsi commercial, Jerry Curl on fire, bad. It was Beyonce falling down the stairs, scraping her knees a couple of years ago on the Beyonce Experience Tour, bad. It's Madonna twerking at the Super Bowl, bad. Heather DeBro being the comeback kid last season was a flop. But guess what? I don't blame Heather DeBro for that. I know what it's like to cast somebody to be the face of a show and it flopped. <laughs> and before y'all say names, leave me alone. I didn't say nobody's name, child. All I'm saying is it happens to the best of us, but it doesn't mean it's Heather's fault. Heather DeBro is a great housewife. I like Heather DeBro. I think she's very pretty. I love her fanciness. Heather DeBro is the quintessential housewife that we all fell in love with in the earlier days of the franchise. She's super wealthy. She is a real housewife. She is bougie. She's snarky. And I love that about her. But that isn't the type of person who can lead a show. She's not a force multiplier. So last season of the dreadful OC Housewives, Heather was the face of that particular season. And it bombed. It was bombs over Baghdad. Hey, Outcast. It was, it was bomb. And not like bomb.com. It was a bomb. Set it on fire. Pyrotechnics bomb. It was awful because she doesn't know how to move story forward because that's not her place. She's a background singer. She is a supreme. She's not Diana Ross, okay? So we all said, everybody said how awful last season of OC was. Nobody watched it. I gave up on it. The moment I saw Heather 
having pizza with Gina. And I'm like, child, this doesn't make any sense to me because the head of the bro that I love, and this is no shade, she would not engage with Gina to that degree. Oh my gosh, we're so close. We got so much in common. We've seen how the real friends, they all have a Bentley, a Rolls Royce. They're all dripping in gold and in platinum. And that's fine. But that's why we all love the essence of Heather DeBro, who once again is a quintessential housewife. And she's fantastic as a housewife. Like I said, she's a background singer. She stands behind the tape as Nicole Scherzinger surpasses the Pussycat Dolls because she's going to the crowd and allegedly the Pussycat Dolls had to hide behind the duct tape to know that they could not cross the line. That's who Heather the Bro is. Heather the Bro is behind the duct tape. And Tamara Judge is like Nicole Scherzinger. She gets to stand in front of the line and give the audience a great show. Child, we are just getting started. Stay tuned. Raindrops, I got a question for y'all. Are you tired of going through these endless amounts of these skincare products that claim to do everything, child, make you youthful, all these crazy things? Baby, look, I have found what you're looking for. Today's episode comes from One Skin. It was founded by a team of four female PhD level longevity scientists. Come on, who run the world? Girls do. These four female PhD level longevity scientists, they have over 15 years of experience studying the biology of aging. Come on, girls. After testing thousands of peptides, these four female scientists discovered OS1, which is a peptide that is scientifically proven to target age, also called senescent cells, which is the main source of skin aging and actually reduces the biological age of skin by several years. Their flagship product, OS1 Face, is clinically validated to improve firmness, fine lines, and overall tone and appearance. Look here, child. Unlike most skincare products on the market, honey, one skin works deeper than surface level, and baby, it is designed to promote healthier skin from the inside out. So my question for you is this. Is your current skin regimen clinically proven to reverse the molecular age of your skin? If not, child, give one skin a try and see the difference. For a limited time, our listeners can get 15% off one skin with our code KING, K-I-N-G, at oneskin.co. Once again, the code is KING, at oneskin.co. So I know what y'all thinking. Carlos, have you tried it? Yes, honey, I have. Now, one thing about me, like Kenya Moore, I'm also ashy. <laughs> Love you, Kenya. So I use one skin all over my arms and my legs. It really helps moisturize my body. It's clean. It smells good. But most importantly, y'all, it actually works. There's so many benefits to it that I had to come on my podcast and tell my raindrops all about it. Now, look, child, one skin is for everybody. So we all can use it 
for every skin complexion, race, all those things, because they have this anti-aging groundbreaking approach. They can actually reverse the signs of aging, y'all. Now, we all want to look young, right? One skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. Yes, y'all, get 15% off with the code KING, K-I-N-G, at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code KING, K-I-N-G. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. This is Reality with the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. So this is where Reality 101 comes in. When you make a mistake, I even said it. I, Carlos King the first, I make mistakes. I gave someone an opportunity to be the face of a show, and it did not work out. And guess what? You move on and you pivot. That's what the network and the production company did. They realized Heather is not a force multiplier. So what did they do? They brought back a force multiplier by the name of Tamara Judge. Tamara Judge saved the franchise. We were all thinking about this like, okay, the OC is the longest running housewife. Similar to Knott's Landing, Dallas, Merrill's Place, Beverly Hills 90210, all of the amazing soap operas. At one point in time, you have to know when to cut the lights off and say, the time is up. And I think all of us secretly were thinking, I mean, two consecutive bad seasons of this show. I mean, is it time to hang up the hat of the Real Housewives of Orange County? I was even thinking that myself, like, I don't think anybody's going to miss it if it's gone. That's how horrible the past couple of seasons were. Then, what you do as producer, you figure out, okay, is there anybody we can bring back? Tamar Judge. So let me explain to you what happens. Tamar Judge, on my podcast, okay, season one of my podcast, she came on and she was so vulnerable and explained how hurt she was because she gave so much to the show. Um, Tamara was the first person to throw a drink at somebody. I mean, she was the first person to like really get in your face. And this is a five, <laughs> five foot two blonde white girl who was giving you great television. Like she was in your face. We all love Gretchen because Tamara called her out. That's why we love Gretchen. Tamara gave everything to make sure the Real Housewives of Orange County was great. And so did Vicki Govelson. We have to give her her props too. But the thing with Tamara is she has this presence to where because she's so petite and pretty and funny when she gives you a dig or when she <laughs> throws you under the bus, it comes out of nowhere and and the other cast members around her react to it 
in a very real way and it's fantastic TV. We've seen it happen before. We've seen some of the best showdowns on that show happen courtesy of Tamra. The way Tamra cussed out Kelly Dodd. The way Tamra got into a Vicky over Brooke's line by having cancer. This is why they brought her back. Because they needed somebody to, sh- to, to really make the other girls clock in. Because I'm going to tell y'all something. The other girls were in their 401k era. Their Roth <laughs> child, they were in their retirement era. They weren't clocking in. They were collecting a retirement a retirement check and were also about to check into a nursing home because they were old and stale. Not age, before y'all read me, I'm talking about their story. Their ability to make television was old and stale. So you bring back Tamara Judge, who knew the importance of her comeback because she knew Heather's comeback was the biggest flop we've seen in the history of the program, worse than Peggy, the 100th housewife being on the show. No shade, Peggy. You're very pretty and you're rich and I like you. I hate to interrupt, but stay tuned for more. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Raindrops, if you're anything like me, your brain is always working overtime. That happens to me a lot. Look, I run a production company. I host a podcast. I executive produce the podcast. I have so many things going on that for me, there was a big time in my life where I would try to go to bed, but my mind would not turn off. It would go into overdrive because I'm constantly thinking about what happened today, what's going to happen tomorrow, and unfortunately, it prevented me from having a good night's sleep. Then I started to go to therapy because, child, I needed to figure out what was going on with me. And one thing I will say is you do not have to be embarrassed by therapy. Therapy does work. And the moment I started to express my thoughts to a person, I was able to go to bed without those thoughts racing through my mind and keeping me up at night. So if you're like me and your mind races or you overthink or you know what, you just need somebody to talk to, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's super convenient for you. So log on to it because it's flexible and they suit to fit your schedule which is an A-plus for me. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And look, if that therapist did not work out for you, don't sweat it. You can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com King, K-I-N-G, today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash king. This is Reality for King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. Tamara knew that she could not flop the way Heather did. So what did Tamara Judge do? She said, okay, I got my job back. I love this job. I'm good at this job. I'm really good at it. 
and I love it. And I'm going to make sure that the network and the production company does not regret hiring me back. And I'm going to make sure that my comeback season is great. And that's exactly what the fuck she did. You all complain about how boring the past two seasons were. Oh my God, nothing's happening. It's so boring. This show is awful. Cancel it. We want Beverly Hills back. Where's Miami Housewife? Reboot this mother. Y'all hated it. Tamar read the tweets. So did the other cast members and the production company and the network, allegedly. They all read the tweets, child. So Tamara knew, okay, I'm back on the show. I have to make it great. And that's what she did. Tamara realized I no longer can care about what the fans think about me, whether they love me or hate me. I have to do my job because Tamara is an example of a reality star and listen to me now and and bring out the notebook the big pen notarize this motherfucker because I'm about to go in Tamara was the quintessential reality star who at one point in time cared what the audience thought about her and pivot her personality to please them. She started to play into cameras a little bit too much. And I love Tamara. But one thing about my podcast, I'm going to call it like I see it. Tamara's last season before she got fired, she started to play up the camera a little bit. And it, 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 it was, it was weird. And things started to become predictable. And, we just didn't really enjoy it. Now, I didn't think she deserved to get fired. That's the thing. When you are a cast member on a reality show who's great, it's our job as producers to sit you down and say, hey, this is what you're doing right. This is what you're doing wrong. So let's work on what you're doing wrong and don't do it again. That's what you do. I, ha- I have so many force multipliers on the shows I created. And what we do as producers, we say, come here. Look, girl, you kind of doing the most. Calm down. It ain't, it don't look too good. Chill out. You, you have to sort of guide and engineer your first multipliers because they can oftentimes get ahead of themselves and jump the shark. Giselle Bryant, who I love, and she was number nine on my greatest housewives of all time list. Giselle Bryant, in my opinion, is an example of a force multiplier who is a fantastic housewife, who's the face of Potomac, who though sometimes does the most. But I don't blame Giselle. I sometimes wonder if anybody on that production sits her down and says, hey, 90% of what you're doing is great. Let's work on this 10%. And how about you limit the 90% down to a 70 and raise that 20% to give us personal story? You have to guide your reality stars. 
you have to guide the, 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 the student in class who you know has potential to be great. They just need a little bit of guidance. It's what coaches do to the football players. It's the reason why we all love Deion Sanders now and why Deion Sanders, come on, Carlos, can you bet no football? It's the reason why Deion Sanders is getting so much attention from 60 Minutes interviews to all of the podcasts he's doing because he shows you all how he motivates his team to be great. And that's what a force multiplier needs, okay? Getting back to Tamara Judge, she comes on the show and she set it off like Vivica Fox, baby. She set it off. She cussed out Shannon. She threw Jen under the bus. <laughs> Love you, Tamara. But you did, sis, and it's all good. Look, she she made everybody honest. She made everybody honest. And that's what we want from our shows. We want honesty. We want people held accountable. We want people who are whose feet is being held to the fire because it's it's like, no bitch, you said this to me off camera. So yes, I'm going to bring it up on camera. I'm never mad at a reality star who brings stuff up on camera. Why am I paying you to do a job if you're not going to tell the audience and the person in front of you what the reality is, you guys are mad at Tamara because you think she's a shitty friend. I don't watch reality TV to be friends with these people. I don't, I don't it, I, I'm not with you. I don't live in Orange County. I don't wear a red baseball cap when I go dine at Javier's. I don't care what y'all do. I'm not here to be friends with you all. Now, I may like you, and if we meet in real life and become friends, that's great. And I do consider Tamara a friend. I know Tamara outside of the show. She's a great girl. She's funny. She's a hard worker. So when I watch her on TV, I do disagree with some of the things she does. But I'm also like, I'm not here to judge Tamara, pun intended. I'm here to watch great television. I'm here to watch real conversations happen. The past two seasons of that show sucked balls because nobody was being honest. Nobody knew how to move the chess pieces around. They were so busy kissing Heather's ass last season. They wouldn't know how to cough things up if Dr. Fauci was there administering a COVID shot. They didn't know what they were doing. But Tamara knew exactly what time it was. She knew what to do. And she did it so well. And you guys are complaining, saying, oh, my gosh, she's not a good friend. She's so toxic. Carlos, we don't want to watch TV where their toxic people are over it. If that's the case, take your moral compass, point it to the north side of town, and go watch Chip and Johanna Gaines build a house. I'm sick and tired of some of you fans who complain about the behavior of these people when if they don't give you who they really are, y'all then call them boring and then y'all make them what Atlanta Housewives is today, which is unwatchable. And that is no shade. Y'all don't know what y'all want. Y'all ruin Atlanta Housewives. You guys are ruining our shows. Ooh, I hate to interrupt, but stay tuned for more.
Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you can earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. If I needed something like earning, it's what I use and this is why. Cause child, your boy is busy. I got several jobs, as y'all know, and I like my money, honey. So any opportunity to where I'm able to get paid at a moment's notice, honey, sign me up. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in reality under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Reality under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, and pay period max, see earnin.com slash TOS for details. EarnIn is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. This is Reality the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. There are some people who do redraw tweets and make choices in terms of casting. And that's the sad part. Now, look, Carlos King ain't one of those people. Y'all tweet me all the time to fire people on Love and Marriage Huntsville, D.C., Detroit, Bell Collective, blah, 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 blah. I didn't consult you guys when I cast the person. And I'm damn sure ain't consulting anybody to get rid of somebody. If somebody ain't on my show anymore, it's because Carlos King the first made the executive decision to say bye-bye. It was not because I read a tweet and somebody said get rid of them. And newsflash. When you hate watching somebody, that lets me know they're good television. Because y'all so bent out of shape over, we want to see our fan favorites. Let me tell y'all something about reality TV. Fan favorites are boring. The reason why they're the fan favorite is because they don't put themselves out there. They don't give you their real life. They give you their businesses. They give you a good read and a confessional, but not in the person's face. They sit there and play peacemaker. And listen, these are archetypes that every reality show needs. I do hire people on across all my shows who is who's good at being the peacemaker because you can't have five more you can't have five force multipliers on a show. You can't. That's what we call Bad Girls Club. Nobody wants to watch that. Well, not anymore. But you want to watch a diverse group of women. And when I say diverse, yes, I mean culture, but also mean personality. 
you need the force multiplier. You need the the boring one, but who's sweet that everybody gets along with. You need the fight, like the firecracker. You need all of these things. Y'all love the fan favorite across all these other shows, and they're boring. They're not good television. They're not good to watch. So here goes Tamara understanding the assignment. And do I agree with the way she spoke to Jen? No. But guess what? Just like there's people in our lives where we disagree with them, does does that mean we want them fired from our lives? So when you have a sister, a friend, a coworker who does something shitty to another person or to you, does that mean, okay, I'm going to fire this person from my life? Listen, if they did something shitty to you that warrants that, sure. If your friend did something shitty to another person, okay, that's what they did. But what do what are we supposed to do? Talk it through and see if we're able to come to resolution. That's what we want to see on these shows, conflict resolution. Y'all like to get rid of everybody. I don't want to see a show with a bunch of fan favorites. Y'all love Stephanie on The Real Housewives of Dallas. If you paid me to watch five Stephanies, and by the way, I love Stephanie. I think she's very pretty and she's very sweet. And, and, and in real life, I'm pretty sure me and Stephanie would go to charity events, eat hors d'oeuvres, caviar, and donate money to our favorite charity. Like, I, I'm down for Stephanie. What I'm not down for is watching her five five of Stephanie's on Dallas Housewives. And look what happened. The person who was actually interesting on the show got let go the next season. The show got canceled. Real Housewives of Atlanta is horrendous now. Where's NeNe Leakes? But hey, y'all got y'all fan favorites on the show. What are they doing? Name me one fan favorite who is a force multiplier. I'll wait. Teresa Judice is a force multiplier. There's people out there who love Teresa and who hate her. But guess what? She's a force multiplier and she's good at her job. There's people out there who love Kyle Richards. There's some who hate her. But guess what? She's a force multiplier and she does her job. Giselle Bryant is the face of Potomac. There's people out there who love her or who hate her. But she does her job. Y'all fan favorites from Beverly Hills to Potomac to Atlanta. What are they doing that makes them so great? The Mount Rushmore of housewives, Vicky, Bethany, Nene, Teresa... None of them were considered the fan favorite forever. Nene was the breakout star and the fan favorite, but then people turned on her. But that's what happens when you're the force multiplier. Teresa was the fan favorite. They turned on her. That's what happens when you're the force multiplier. Same thing with Bethany. Same thing with Vicky. 
there's women on these shows that y'all be like, oh, yes, honey, we live for her, honey. Yeah, she's everything. And she literally does nothing but sit and scene, sip champagne, talks in her confessionals, ask a question, and then leaves the scene of the crime. And when you don't get an ounce of their personal story, y'all don't care. But y'all hate Lisa Renna and got her fired. Allegedly. Y'all hate Giselle Bryant. Y'all hate Kenya Moore. And now y'all hate Tamara Judge. Every single cast member on the Rare Housewives of Orange County needs to go into the Martha Stewart collection at Walmart. Pick up a thank you card. And hand write a note to Tamara saying thank you. Thank you for bringing the best out of us. Tamara Judge is the Deion Sanders of the Orange County. She brought the best out of these women. Gina is having one of her best seasons. Gina is so good. I think she should quit her part-time job at Chili's and be full-time. <laughs> Gina is cool with the joke. In case you don't know, on Twitter, people make jokes that Gina works at Chili's. And one thing I love, love about Gina, Gina thinks it's funny <clears throat> and she comments on the joke. So it's not shade to Gina. It's a joke. And Gina plays along with it. So save your hate tweets. Okay. Gina is having her best season. Emily is having her best season. The way Emily was acting at Heather DeBro's event, fantastic. Heather DeBro is having the best season ever. I love Heather DeBro this season. Heather, if you're listening, Carlos King the first is letting you know this is your best season. You're funny. Your, your present, the way you read Miss Taylor and her bangs for filth, baby. You were fantastic, Heather. I love watching you grow. I love watching you be snarky. I love watching you stand up for yourself. You, you, you never look better. Like, I am team Heather. Look, Shannon go Shannon, so we'll just take that to the side, child. And we all need to thank Tamara Judge for finally, finally cementing a new housewife that has staying power. Jen is a fantastic housewife. Think about how many new housewives we've had since Gina and Emily came on. Yes, they all flopped. But Jen, Jen is great. I'm going to tell you why we all love Jen. Because of Tamara. Tamara put her reputation on the line to make sure that Jen was interesting. And when I say that, we would not know anything about all of these alleged things Ryan is doing. About the cheating, the dick pics, the denim jackets. You know, all of those things. Until Tamara brought it to the forefront and made people talk about it. And it made it made Jen way more interesting. Jen is gorgeous to look at, 
but it doesn't mean we would have loved her for her looks. No, we like Jen because Jen stands up for herself. Jen is, is, is telling her truth about her experience. And because we felt sorry for Jen when Tamara threw the napkin. Now, look, Tamara, I love you, bitch. But that napkin throw. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I love you, Tamara. But that was the most. But we'll talk about that later, girl. But that was the moment we all felt sorry for Jen. And Tamara had to pay the price for that to make sure that Jen had a great season. And Jen is fantastic. I'm looking forward to seeing more of Jen and Ryan. But we have to thank Tamara for that. Because without Tamara, what would we be talking about with Jen? So, Tamara, if you're listening, look, I know you had a rough season. I know the fickle fans are calling you Tam Rat. They're reading you. I really want you to be on your Giselle Bryant. Because say what you want about Giselle. And I know this firsthand. Giselle doesn't give two shits what people say about her. Giselle stays off of Twitter. Giselle does not read comments. Giselle enjoys her life, her six-figure paycheck. She goes in, does her job, and she leaves it all on the stage. Tamara, your comeback should be studied in history books. Tamara, your comeback should be a thesis paper that college students write on how to cast a person to save a sinking ship. Tamara is the Heather Locklear of reality television. The way Melrose Place was on the verge of cancellation and they brought in Heather Locklear. Yes, Amanda, with your red skirt and blazer, honey, reading the girls. Heather Locklear saved Melrose Place. Yes, and TJ Hooker. Yes, Heather, you legend. Tamara Judge saved the Real Housewives of Orange County. And instead of you alleged fans thanking her, thanking her for making you guys watch every week, the live plus three ratings of Orange County has been strong and good. Not the live ratings y'all got like to talk about. No, the live plus threes have been great. Better than last season. All because Tamara stepped in and made all the girls step their shit up. And instead of y'all thanking her, y'all have the audacity, the unmitigated gall to once again Demand her being fired. What the fuck do y'all want? I I don't know anymore. But that's why I don't pay attention to these mean tweets people send me about my own shows. Fire this person. We don't like this person. Replace this person. Cast this person. I am a reality TV producer. 
reality TV is the only profession in the world where people who aren't even in the business have the loudest opinion. It's equivalent to audiences who watches Grey's Anatomy and goes into the doctor's office telling the doctor, no, you can't prescribe me penicillin. I need methadone. What? No, because on Grey's Anatomy, um, they, they said in case I have a stroke, I should get this, not that. But when it comes to reality TV, y'all want to tell me what to do with my job? Carlos, we disagree with you. You're wrong. Here comes Carlos King once again on the wrong side of history. Um, Do me a favor. Stay in your lane and be a viewer. I don't tell Shonda Rhimes how to write an episode of any of her shows. I don't tell LeBron James how to dribble a basketball because he missed a free throw. Y'all got to accept the fact that you are a viewer. And yes, have an opinion. We love it. But honey, when the king has spoken, it's best that you listen. Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at King underscore on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and yes, baby, my YouTube channel where you can get all of my visuals, baby, my expressions. Yes. And don't forget, tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag realitywiththeking. Reality with the King is a production of Kingdom Reign Entertainment. It is produced by Sierra Spragley Ricks and executive produced by me, Carlos King. King the Rain Entertainment, baby!